Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I'm Brad, here with Doug. Hey! Doug has finished playing through Demon's Souls, the PS5 game. I have. Did not expect and, to. <laughs> yeah, because you texted me a couple of times like in the past couple of days, like, I'm not going to finish this. I can't finish this. This is too much. I can't do it. No, it is the hardest Souls game I've ever played. And I and like people like it's it's easy because you can cheese it in certain ways. It's like okay, but if you're just playing it normally without knowing whatever cool cheese way to cheese it, it's just like really <laughs> effing hard. <laughs> Come on, Doug, kind of cheat. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I am very much not interested in Souls games. That's why. I think they are the coolest looking things and great ideas, but just. I'm I'm the I'm the asshole going. I'd play that if there was an easy mode, and all of you who actually like these games hate me, and that's my <laughs> impression of Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, all that stuff. But um, yeah. I know you're super into these. Bloodborne's one yes. of your favorites. So like, how does this stack up? I think um, so. The ones I've completed, um, I've beaten Bloodborne. I've beaten D- Dark Souls three. Gotten mostly through Dark Souls one. That's the one I actually want to go back. After I beat this, I was like, oh, I want to go back to Dark Souls one. Got to the final <laughs> boss of Sekiro and just hated it. <laughs> um, yeah. I think it stacks up. I think it's my second favorite. Like um, Bloodborne is like clearly my favorite. It'd be a hard one to um, to, to take down. But uh, this one, I was, it's probably the most surprising Souls game I've played. Like I, I kind of went in. I, it's the one I didn't know. I knew the least about, least about. And yeah. I just heard it was kind of like it's. It was the first of the series, so that can. I mean, if you go back and play something it's like PS2 remasters, it's like, oh, there's a lot of PS2 jank in this sort of thing. So oh, yeah. I didn't know what like Dark Souls jank looked like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but what was kind of funny, it's like um, it it it's actually it's super unique in the Souls series because um, from afar, I'd always heard it's like, oh, there's fans of Demon Souls and fans of Dark Souls. Like, how could you say that? Because Dark Souls is just clearly going to be the better version. Um, mm-hmm. But Demon Souls was kind of like a prototype of so many cool ideas. It's kind of like, um, this is not the right way to put it, but kind of like a Suda 51 game Ooh. in which it feels like kind of a mess sometimes, but there's yeah. always like these super high highs and like really low lows. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like a, um, like a first draft souls game. And that's, and that's, and that's kind of like my impression was throughout the entire thing. It's like, oh, there's stuff you saw, you saw that they clearly fixed for future soul games. But there's a lot of ideas that Demon Souls had that they just never they just never went back to, but were really cool, unique, weird ideas. Um, nice. Yeah. So I, I I think I um I really really like I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. I um I played a little bit of Demon Souls on D, on PS3 and actually quit and like stopped playing because I like hated it. I was not having a fun time. <laughs> that um, was that was gonna be my next question. Is so yeah. you've played the first one. So, and I guess I don't know if you didn't play too much of it. How much did Blue Point like actually go through and like? sand down those rough edges or is it exactly zero (laughs) (laughs) no that's not true like it's funny but like like it's funny because there's like um the the quality of life improvements that like blue point made were like not minor like very minor things like you can send an item to the storage like that was our quality of life which actually was like a huge thing yeah i know but it sounds really minor but like though the rough edges are still there I will say the one thing though, I think the animations and the the graphics and the things they, I think the animations especially that they added to the game, really gave gives the game more of a heft than the original Demon mm-hmm. Souls had. I think in Dark Souls and Bloodborne, there's definitely like a heft to it, and a, like hitting things in Bloodborne feels really good. And I remember yeah. in Demon Souls, hitting things felt like not as well, obviously not as good. But in this one, like just hitting things just feels so good every time. So just like the like to me, that was like the biggest improvement is like hitting things feels real good. But yeah, I would say like I would say like this, the edges have not been sanded down. 
the biggest thing though would be the load times the load times made this probably the most enjoyable souls game i've played i can believe that because i bought bloodburn bloodborne at launch yeah and that was literally <laughs> what made me turn it off the first of the three times i tried to play it was i died so much <laughs> and you had to wait like two minutes for that damn thing yeah. to come back in so i've been playing miles and the load times are basically non-existent is that what it is with yeah. this when you die yeah yeah yeah. this one um um kind of one of the things like definitely not trying not to go off a tangent like i tend to do um but this uh i found now with ps5 games there's no load times it's a hard time to find like a stopping point because i was playing demon souls before i just get like frustrated and like i'm sitting at like a, a two minute loading screen I'm like f this game it's a good game just like <laughs> shut off it's there's a yeah. good stopping point in souls <laughs> when you're mm-hmm. like screw this i accidentally because i had left my phone in another room and i knew i'd been playing late into the night i accidentally played this game for like six or seven hours straight like <laughs> i i woke i like i noticed that there was cars outside i was like why are there cars outside it's like two in the morning and i checked then like i finally got my phone it was like six in the morning or something like that which i have not done <laughs> for a very long time that's like high school level video games right there <laughs> oh i know i felt like shit the next day don't do this when you're 30 <laughs> <laughs> um but no like the, but the re, but like the it's you don't have as much time to sit there and stew in your anger <laughs> okay. at a, at does a loading it, screen. Does it make it feel more like Trials then? Because like that's the thing with Trials is like it no. pisses me the hell off, but because yeah. it's like boom, back, boom, back, boom, back, you don't get that moment of like anger because you're just right back in it. See, I, I, I know because I feel like the answer to this one's like, oh, yes, no, it, it feels just like Trials. You're like, and I know that would kind of pique your interest. No, this is definitely still a Souls game still. <laughs> like, it just has good loading time. You still have to run like 40 minutes back yeah, to the actually, point where you died. Yeah, actually, it's interesting because um, um, I haven't really talked about the gameplay and that sort of thing. But I think um, one of the big things with Dark Souls in general is the checkpoint system, which is like the bonfires. Yeah. So in Dark Souls, they would give you a bonfire like as you're going through a level, like you went through some really hard sections and they would give you a bonfire. And they're like, there's nothing better than like, Oh, getting a bonfire in demon souls, because this is proto dark souls. You didn't get to a bonfire until you beat a boss. So you'd have to run from one bonfire, go through tons of enemies, like tons, like, like in dark souls. Like I was like, sometimes the runs of dark souls to get back to the boss were like pretty long and demon souls. Yeah. They're insane. Like it could be a good 20, like not maybe 10, 15 minutes of you fighting through to get to the boss only to die (sighs) and then come back. Yeah, I know. Exactly. This is souls though. (laughs) Yeah, no. I, and again, and that's, that's my limit on it is uh, no, don't make me. (laughs) It's, it's interesting. It's interesting because the checkpoints here, I think are like just absolutely brutal. And it's, and that's, that's like the one thing I didn't like about the game. And that was actually the source of my frustration was more just the checkpoint placement. Yeah. Because here, it, and they fixed that in other Dark Souls games. Like, it felt like this was the one idea that Demon's Souls that had that was bad. <laughs> um, that, that they fixed. I do want to talk a little bit about the game itself, though, because it's good. Um, I, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so the game is really cool. So Dark Souls is like an open world, um, but Demon's Souls is not. Demon's Souls actually is a hub world that you go, that uh, you have a hub world called the Nexus which is very cool. And that's where you have like, there's maybe a handful of people hanging out in the Nexus. Mm-hmm. And there are five different le- uh, five different levels that you can go to. So there's, sorry, there's five worlds you can go to. In each of those five worlds, there are a number of levels. So if, if you like read guides and stuff, they'll talk about like five one, which is like the first level in world five or five like two, which is the second. Yeah, it's exactly like Mario. <laughs> um, <laughs> But the thing that's like really cool about it, and actually I, I kind of enjoyed it more than Dark Souls open world system, because 
the game is basically it's designed for you instead of just like okay i am going to do just world one there's kind of these interesting sort of stopping points that you'll run into and it's not like a door it might be a boss it's usually a boss um, <laughs> where you're just like i'm doing something wrong or this level is just way 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 too hard i'm going to go somewhere else so you can just go to a different world and what you kind of find out as you go along as you get deeper in a different world is if i got stuck in say the first world Maybe the solution to the thing I got stuck in is actually in the third world. Um, so I'm playing the third world and I'll pick up an item and go, and like I'll read the description and go, oh my God, this is the item I need to get past that boss in world one. Um, how how blunt is it about that? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you could just be wandering around like randomly pick up like this sword, blah, 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 blah. And you're supposed to in your mind go, oh, the boss in world one said that I needed a blah, 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 blah. Like, not yeah. even that blunt or, like, no, more it's obtuse like, than that? It's like, um, uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you a really basic kind of non-spoiler example. You get a shield that helps you with fire stuff, and you just know that by checking the stats. It's like, oh, yeah. shit, this actually has really good fire defense. It's like, oh, you know that dragon that was breathing fire on me? I'll bet this helps in that area. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah. if, I guess if it's, like, if it's that straightforward, that, that's not as bad. I thought you were yeah, just it saying, feels- okay. It feels more straightforward than I've played. And Dark Souls has some similar stuff to that that I found super obtuse that, like, didn't mm-hmm. make sense to me at all. Um, there was, like, one specific thing in, in Dark Souls that I was, like, I could not figure out. I just had to Google it. I will say Demon's Souls, I, I probably looked more at a, a strategy guy than I have in either, any other game I have in, like, uh... decades. <laughs> um, but, no, it's, it's, so it's really cool. So you can kind of see the intricacies as they're playing off one another. And... So, like, there might be a boss, like, one of the other ones I thought was kind of cool, like, there's a boss in one world, and, like, I kept running out of magic power, but there's actually this other place I can farm magic stuff, like, pretty easily. So, it's like, oh, I'll go here to this world, farm up some stuff there, and then go and fight the boss using my magic powers here. The one thing that I really, really love about the game is those five worlds, they're all kind of bait and switches um, with what their first level is. Like, the first level that you go to in uh, Boletario, which is kind of like a castle european thing but by the end of that world you're doing some like really weird stuff this this isn't this is not a spoiler but i'll spoil the first boss um when you're in world one it's just kind of like a normal european castle and the final boss in that first level is this massive blob of goo that has a bunch of shields surrounding it because it's sort of like sucked up like all these like I guess just shields and weapons and that sort of thing. So this massive uh-huh. ball of goo with all these shields around it. And it just shoots out these giant spears at you. And you're like, what the fuck is this game? Like that doesn't like you, you showed me a European medieval fantasy world. And now you have this giant black goo with things shooting out at you. Um, so like every world is like that where it's like my, the most interesting thing about the swamp world is not, is like like when you go to the one world, it's like oh this is like the swamp world. It's like oh poison swamp world sort of thing. It's like okay that sucks. Yeah. Um, but the most interesting things from that level have nothing to do with the poison swamp. That like you wouldn't the the things that they're interesting about that is like because it's not necessarily a poison swamp by the end. So like as you're going through these levels, you're seeing like brand new enemies, whole new different like basically recontextualizing the world that you thought you were in. So, like, the mm-hmm. deeper and deeper and deeper you get into the game, the stranger and weirder and weirder it becomes. I think kind of, like, one of the funnier examples. And, like, so what, what you're trying to – what I what I was finding out was I was trying to figure out, like, what are the limits of this, like, lore and world? Is this a medieval fantasy game? No, it keeps showing me these different things. And then suddenly it's a horror game for a bit. 
and then suddenly it's now like a Japanese fantasy game, and suddenly now it's more like Final Fantasy. It's it's these <laughs> Does, because of do, the context of the like Bloodborne to me is like a single note. Yeah. Um, I think I think it has like one sort of cool twist, but Dark Demon Souls I kept feel like it twisting back and forth and back and forth. And I honestly wonder if it's because it's just kind of a mess of development, from what I understand. So there's just all these different sort of patchworks of different ideas. Do they actually go together, though? Or does it feel, like, really jarring when you switch from one to the other? Like, is it is there, like, a good through progression where, like, okay, like, I can follow the logical path that this is taking to get me to weird giant goo monster and shields? Or is it just, like, out of nowhere, like, oh, that's a weird thing that just happened? Oh, that's a good question. Depends. Some, I think uh, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it's like okay. I can see the build to this I was, um, sort of thing. Like I think like um, especially I think there's certain worlds you can definitely see the build to, but there's sometimes like something just comes totally out of left field. Like, I don't know, just like giant slug monsters all of a sudden. It's like, what the fuck is a slug doing this? Like just a giant slug doing this game or, or something like that. So <laughs> to me, I think there's a sort of roughness about Demon Souls that I really liked because the world is poorly defined <laughs> um, compared to the other Souls games. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, so as you're going through each of these levels, like you're just seeing something brand new all the time. It, it was probably the most like surprising of the Souls games I've played because huh. I really didn't know what was going to happen in the next level. Like I was so excited to get to a new world, I was like, no idea what's going to happen now because what I just played before that like is not going to give me any indication what's going to happen next, sort of yeah. thing. Especially some of the finales of those worlds are just like totally just absolutely bonkers and crazy and cool and pretty and just very very fun weird <laughs> ideas one of the things i didn't really talk about was like the mechanics but it, it's this idea of like hey you think you understand what's going on like like the worlds or something those change um some of the mechanical stuff like what's happening in the hub world changes a lot like sometimes when you meet certain characters you just think it's some side character but oh no they're actually super critical to the story and now they're in your hub world or something in the hub world is changing that like totally unexpected it feels like you didn't trigger anything and then something happened in the hub world and like what the fuck just said why is this guy here who is he he seems suspicious and he's it's like he's lying to me or something i don't know what the fuck is going on um but so, it just feels like there's just a lot of surprising twists and turns that just like throughout the game just as far as mechanics as far as story as far as the worlds and all that other stuff so your hub um, world like evolves as you go through so like you yeah. beat boss in fight or in swamp world swamp world boss does da 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 now blank happens in hub world yeah kind of but it feels it feels a lot less fluid than fluid like it feels a lot less defined than that um so like one of the things you do is like you'll find characters in the world and kind of bring them back to your hub world um mm-hmm. but not all the npcs are good and you're not really sure who's good and who's not um, oh that's cool yeah and it feels like everybody's lying to you all the time because sometimes they are <laughs> um <laughs> So, so it's cool. So, for example, um, there's a guy who was locked in a cage, and um, he's like, help me out, young sir, sort of, like, very mysterious and that sort of thing. Yeah. And um, I wasn't even sure. And I found him in a prison, so I'm like, I don't know if I should even let this guy out. Um, but I, I let him out, and he turns out, oh, this is the guy who actually helps me get my magical powers up. Like he, was, he, did, he now comes back to the Nexus, and he's the guy who gives me magic powers. And he still seems suspicious as fuck. Like, <laughs> like I beat the game, and like I still don't trust that guy. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's so it's cool. So like you keep coming back to your hub world. So there'll be like new characters in there, or there'll be like character interactions that are changing. Or as you're talking to different characters, like they'll be saying different things because I met, or I like I beat this boss in Swamp World, and then maybe this other character because you know that's that Swamp World creature is connected to this character. They'll have something interesting to say next time you go back. 
it's it's so cool and like the, the nexus stuff i think especially some of the stuff that um i think the most one of the other surprising things of the game is that it feels some of the mechanics are feel like sacrilegious like stuff like you should not be doing in a game but they do it anyway um so like i want certain you to some... exp- yeah, say so i want you to expand on that but i don't know if that is that spoilery um it's it's kind of spoilers but like um yeah there's just certain things that you're like you can't you're not like there's a certain safeness you have in your head about like different mechanics in games like video game logic like logically yes. i know in a video game this is going to happen when i do blank and this it's like exactly. <laughs> gotcha exactly it's, it's got it's got a lot of fun oh, gotchas cool. none of them feel like some of them feel unfair but you can always recover for them um but there's but there's so much fun gotcha stuff that kind of plays on you knowing about video games in this game not doing that it's, does, it's a very good game would not recommend does, this to your first souls game though at all <laughs> does this all come together like from from beginning to end there's so much weird stuff going on and you referenced like suda 51 earlier and i think a lot of his games like have all this batshit craziness to them but mm-hmm. there always is that really solid through line in the middle does this have that or is it just kind of like yeah. haphazard a hundred different things going on at once and you're just like what the hell and now it's done no it's it's, it's super cool actually um uh I think it has my it has the most straightforward plot I'd say of any Souls game I've played. There's okay. one sort of like each of those five worlds have their like their one sort of kind of loose plot associated with them, but yep. there is like one very clear plot that you're trying to go through. And anything that's kind of weird or kind of strange kind of hangs off that, but like you still have that okay. like one goal in mind. It's not even a goal. I'm gonna say like King Alant is this bad guy who came and fucked up the planet, and you're like your job is to go and like basically take care of him. Um, Simple enough. And, yeah, it's very simple. Like it's a very simple through line to to get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and anything that's sort of weird, like even if you don't understand it, like you still have that one pillar, I'd say, um, of like trying to take down King Alant. And it's if as long as you have that one pillar, um, it's it feels a lot less obscure than I'd say like Bloodborne, and even Dark Souls games. Like I feel like I've sometimes come to the end of a of a of a Souls game and gone like, oh, I didn't expect that to be the ending. But in this one, like, I felt the plot, like, really escalate on those last yep. few worlds. And, like, okay. the finale was amazing. The finale is incredible. It, it's it's so good. And, like, I, I felt like I fully understood what was going on, um, which is nice. Um, but, yeah, I'd say the story is probably the most straightforward one, which I enjoyed. I, I liked that it was more straightforward than other Souls games. Nice. You said yeah. you would, you quickly threw it out, that you would not recommend this for your first Souls game. This is yeah. a launch game for the PS5 and probably like the Insane. first or second biggest deal. Does it feel like a good launch game? Like, is this like, does it make sense if I'm buying a PS5 that I go out and buy Demon Souls? Is that is that what I should do? No, I that's that's it's weird as a launch game. I think it's I think it's a good game to show off the power of the PS5. The sound design is effing insane. It's the most insane sound I've ever heard in a game. Um, I think it's cool to show off the PS5. I think it's like, it's it's hard for people who have played souls games. So it's like, it's weird. It's a launch game. I, I think like probably ratchet was supposed to be a launch game or something like that. Like it would and make more got sense pushed and we, we swap or something. Yeah, exactly. So like, I would say it's, I would, is it a good launch game? I mean, I enjoyed it. I think there's gonna be a lot of returned copies of demon souls <laughs> <laughs> because it is, it's the, it's the hardest one I've played for sure. Um, yeah, because it it's, it's just, it's not janky, but it just, a lot of the other Dark Souls games did things to make it easier and less frustrating. And this one just has better load times. So that helped a lot, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I guess last question I have. DualSense controller is cool and I like it. Does it do cool DualSense things? Uh, kind of. 
this is this is actually more. Uh, it it feels good. It feels good. It does do some cool stuff. This to me is like a Tempest audio showcase, though. Okay, so the audio part's the bigger. The audio part is effing insane. It is. It is. Um, it feels like the um, the thing they were selling. It's like, oh, you can hear enemies behind you and off to the left and to the right and sort of thing. Um, you can. That's you cool. absolutely can do that. You can feel it. You can hear it. Um, it's it's nuts. Nice. I'm sure with the tension that these games have, that definitely adds to the necessity and coolness of that. Yeah, no, it, it's the best sound design of any game I've ever heard. Easy. Like, it's just very easy to say that. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, we are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter, at Workforce Gaming. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening, and we will see you later. Bye.